And good morning and welcome to all. I am Jay Cliven Ping bringing you today's edition of Things You Might Not Have Heard. And these will be yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. So these are stories uh, that you out there in the world of internets told us were good to talk about. We took from a large swath of stories. We post a new story every 50 minutes on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. And we'll let you decide which ones are good enough to chat about. Literally, you tell us what stories are engaging. And we pick those stories, and get most engaging stories, and put them into a lineup. So you can get them as your morning news update from your new side piece, that is I and us here at Things You Might Have Heard, and of course, The Conversation Project. Uh, as the teaser graphic shows, we're going to have some Rupert Murdoch in there saying, plus we have seven other stories that I said were vetted by you guys out there in conversation land, that's the internet, and of course, crafted, curated, made into a narrative, if you will, by me. We'll explain how the that stuff works at about the 12-minute mark. Give us some time to get the stories done. Or if we're on a good pace today, it may be about 10 minutes. Let's see what we can do. Right now, let's get into those headlines, uh, eight of them coming up. Remember, if you want to see more about what we do behind the scenes, get more details going on, we kill a lot of the chair chatter and the jibber-jabber by telling you just go to our website. This is a conversationproject.com. Storm number one is Rupert Murdoch, who says, Some Fox News anchors endorse false election claims in Dominion case. Now, Rupert Murdoch, the chairman of Fox Corp, had to do a deposition in front of a judge or in front of, you know, lawyers, not necessarily a judge, in legal casing and were things where perjury were involved. He was recorded. They asked him some questions and he answered stuff like, um, so Fox News basically endorsed this um, thing about the Dominion case being a fraud and the, the voting machines changing votes. And he said, no, not Fox News, but some of the anchors kind of got into it. Lou Dobbs. Sure. Maria Bartomo, sure. Sean Hannity, yeah, a little bit. Judge Jean Pirro, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. He basically threw his his anchors under the bus, his commentator anchors under the bus, in their coverage of the mean cases because they basically said that the machines, you know, were changing votes and doing bad things. And Maria Bartomo actually had on Sidney Powell, the, the lawyer who opened up, risk can of worms for everybody by stating that the voting machines were literally changing votes for Biden or for Trump to Biden or for Biden that were for Trump. Either way, you want to put that down there. So now we have on deposition, like on film, like his voice, Murdoch saying that his boys at Fox News were basically lying to the people uh, and when um, they knew better now. Because it's court and because it's the way things work, things are a lot more complicated than, than that. These are not smoking guns by any means, but they should be. They should prove that the people talking to the folks on Fox News were misleading them the whole time. The problem is people listen to Fox News kind of want to be misled. Irony, isn't it? Let's go to the next story. And this one's a bit misleading from the headline. John Federer's wife, Giselle, says family was forced to flee to Canada to avoid media circus. That is a quotation from her over his depression. So Pennsylvania Senator um, John Fines, uh, John Fat Fetterman, not Feinstein, the other guy, Fetterman, um, and his, his family went to Canada to get out of the media circus over all the severe clinical depression stuff that he was dealing with uh, when he went and checked himself into treatment uh, because people were worried he was having another stroke, but actually it was for depression uh, going to issues. Now, here's the thing. Uh, it looked like it was like a, by reading the headline, they were like literally running for their lives as people were chasing them. It 
basically turned into a mini vacation, a way to kind of relieve some stress of the issue and then come back to what's going on. Now, Fetterman is facing numerous attacks from Republicans and pundits because um, they are worried about his stroke. They're worried about his ability to take on things because he is still dealing with some auditory issues and the fact that he um, checked himself in for depression. Oddly enough, many people often do that, but depression is a side effect, if you will, of something as a lingering effect of issues dealing with stroke and dealing with the fact that you have issues re-acclimating yourself to the world. And it gets a little frustrating when you can't quite do that. So that's going on there. So uh, for CDC says that 26% of American adults have some kind of disability. 9.5% suffer from depression. I'm a person who suffers from depression and it comes up in various ways and in various times when it's extremely inconvenient. So dealing with that is an issue. On top of that, he has actual issues, not the depression is not actual issues, but actual physical issues that are coming from him rehabbing from a stroke. We want the best and we have hopes and prayers and dreams and all sorts of well wishes going out to John Fetterman and, of course, his family and the whole Congress because they're all kind of crazy. But uh, we are definitely keeping an eye on this one and seeing whether he's able to full out his full six-year term uh, in this case because it is getting a little a suspect to be honest here's one you might not expect to see on your bingo card for tuesday white student files two million dollar lawsuit against howard university claiming racial discrimination i'm going to read you the notes i have from the robot editor michael newman a white student is suing howard university for two million dollars after claiming he suffered from racial discrimination while attending the university's law school the school's vp and chief communications officer said the lawsuit is a, quote, one-sided and self-serving narrative, that ends the quote, of the events leading to the end of Newman's enrollment at the university. Newman claimed that students started calling him names during the uh, coronavirus pandemic and that he was expelled for asking why black voters didn't question turning the government uh, for solutions for, and how reliable voting for the same party. Every election disincentivized both parties from responding to the needs of the black communities. That was a very poor read, very uh, kind of, uh, you know, disenfranchised read. But yeah, basically he was rabble-rousing. And because of his rabble-rousing, along with other things, he was uh, asked to leave the school nicely. Um or maybe not so nicely. And so he's suing uh, Howard for saying because he's white and said some things that may have not made the black people comfortable, he is felling for racial discrimination. We shall see how far this lawsuit makes it down the pike. We shall see. Jimmy Carter's niece says ex-president in hospice, not expected to die soon. Now, uh, how President Jimmy Carter, former President Jimmy Carter, went into hospice on the 18th of February. Um, uh, opting to forego any additional medical care for his many things. Remember, he's very, very, very old, and he has many, many things. However, his his niece, Kim Fuller, says he's not in hospice on his final days to die. He's in hospice basically because he kind of needs to take a break, finally, because he usually is really bad at taking breaks. And now he's got plenty of time though he's in his 90s, to kind of kind of do this thing. So he's in hospice care so that things can be taken care of for him uh, because he's not going any further uh, treatments for uh, various things that he's gone through. Uh, but don't think he's on his deathbed. He's just not going for the treatments to extend his life any further than it needs to be. In fact, in all practical purposes, he'll still find ways to outlive many of us by a, cu a couple uh, uh, decades 
if he if he has a possible. Remember, people in the Bible, they lived a very long time. Maybe Jimmy Carter can make that happen. This is a story that's taken a little time to get to us here because I had to get a good kind of write-up for it and a good headline for it. And here is the headline, which I did sort of embellish. Well, I did change up a bit to make it a bit more, make it more easy to understand where things happen. Chick-fil-A in Pennsylvania says customers under 16 must have an adult to dine in a restaurant. Now, this is a growing phenomena across the nation where teenagers, uh, the normal loitering type things that teenagers are kind of known for, even if it is sort of cliche. Excuse me, cliche? Not so cliche. Not so inviting anymore. Montgomery County's Chick-fil-A is banning children under 16 from dining in without an adult after a series of unacceptable behaviors. The restaurant blames explicit language and loud conversations, mistreatment of property, and disrespect of employees. The Post read that anyone under age of 16 must be accompanied by an adult to dine in a restaurant. Management said teens are being dropped off for several hours at the Urban Air Trampoline and Adventure Park and often make their way across the parking lot to the restaurant. A group of five or six boys have caused issues in the shopping center, including scaring one customer who called the police. Parents, we're not blaming you. That's what the report says. We simply can't let children push the boundaries anymore at our restaurant, and we encourage you to talk to your children. Now, we have an issue here in Arkansas, a very quick sidebar, where um, teenagers are banned from the malls. They're literally, they can't go to the malls because of, they, they call it gang activity, but essentially it's just kids in this generation just not having a whole lot of sense and just acting stupid and, you know, not being able to get away with because kids of my generation acted stupid and realized what's happening. Now, there are some underlying tones and there's some, some crime issues we have here and gang activity we do have here in this central Arkansas area that is a concern but part of it is essentially a bunch of kids running around acting like idiot kids and now we're seeing that happen at God's restaurant and they're not having it what do you think about that let us know in the comments now this is the top story for the day and this is a story that was posted uh, early yesterday as a filler story i literally had no idea what was going on and this one blew up and was big time big little extra bigs in there ex-husband of relatives and relatives charged with murder of hong kong model abby chow as body parts found now the robot editor only gave me this in the edit chow 28 was reported missing on wednesday two days later parts of her body were found at a house a 47 year old woman was arrested on sunday in connection to the case police said also her ex-husband uh, in this case We'll go deeper into this one and check out the link because there's an actual articles and things like that. Although it's a lot of pictures because it's a, one of those entertainment things. So it's all in there. But check it out because this is a gruesome, grisly thing that's happening. And you probably want to know more about it. In fact, a lot of people wanted to know more about it. Unfortunately, I don't have much more to say about it because that's all the robot editor gave me on this one. But it was the top story in engagement yesterday. TD Bank reaches $1.2 billion settlement in Ponzi scheme lawsuit. What? Ponzi scheme? What's a Ponzi scheme? I thought everybody gets gets gypped out of crypto these days. Oh, no, my friend. Ponzi schemes are alive and well, and TD Bank had a big one to deal with. Uh, orchestrated by a man named Alan Stanford. Uh, the bank, of course, denied wrongdoing, but it was a $7 billion investment or total investment for Ponzi scheme uh, that basically Stanford was able to pull off. 
clients of Stanford were told that their certificates of deposit would be earning them 3 to 4% more than U.S. CDs, but the money was used to fund the Texas tycoon's lavish lifestyle because that's how Ponzi schemes work. You pay off some people who put money in, and then you get more people in, and you pay off a little bit to those folks, and you get more people in, and then eventually you just stop paying everybody, and everybody at the bottom makes nothing. People at the top make a little bit, and the person at the very top, 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 Mr. Allen Stanford. Bad news for that guy. Next story. Hong Kong to end mask mandate by Wednesday at earliest, being tomorrow, nearly three years after COVID erupted. Now, sources say that Hong Kong is going to basically wrap up their uh, COVID uh, mask wearing mandate tomorrow, essentially. It may be a little later, but tomorrow is when they're expected to happen. Sources say it's going to happen and they're going to do both the indoors and outdoors at the same time because the science says it's okay. Now, there will be mask wearing, wearing in certain places that still enforce uh, healthcare facilities, exactly, or very large crowded areas where there's not a lot of um, wiggle room to get around. But in most cases, the big uh, mandate that you must wear a mask in public anywhere will be lifted in Hong Kong tomorrow. Now, let's get to our teaser story for today, uh, which is technically for tomorrow. Will we talk about this story tomorrow? We shall see if you deem this one worthy of the chit-chat. And it's very simple to make that happen. You just go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project, and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. The headline from Insider, quarterback A.J. McCarron took a pay cut from $4 million to $60,000 so his sons could watch him play XFL instead of being on the bench in NFL. Um, A.J. McCarron, who is a star quarterback, or was a star quarterback making big money, but not having a big money job at the moment, went to the XFL, which is one of the smaller leagues, summer leagues, whatever. And right now we'll have some stories about them essentially not being very good, which after with a bunch of innovations from the first weekend, second weekend showed they weren't all that great. A.J. McCarron wanted his kids to see him play football, not just in the bench next year. So he decided to take a pay cut and play for the Battlehawks so we can get on TV and the kids can see him play. Is this a good story? Is this a bad story? Is this one we're going to talk about further down the line? You literally let me know by engaging in the story on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. The more engagement it gets, better chance we get to talk about it. Tomorrow through the rest of the week on Friday, we'll give you eight of the top 15 stories of the day and move them around in the best narrative, if you will, and give you some insight of what people were talking about yesterday or today, if you will, so you know what people start talking about tomorrow morning. Just like that. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about security. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about marriage. Let's talk about sleep. What do all those rambling notions have to do? This is our very new addition to our sponsors list. Go to thisisaconversationproject.com slash sponsors and see a big list of sponsors. These are all affiliate links, affiliate sponsors that um, offer up money back for us if you use their products. This product is called Hostage Tape. Now, let's not get it twisted. Hostage Tape is for your sleeping. Now, basically, Hostage Tape is a way to keep your mouth closed so your nose is open, so you breathe through your mouth, through your nose, and at your mouth while you're sleeping. It's that simple. This is the strongest and most comfortable um, uh, mouth tape that's out there. Yes, mouth tape is a thing, and you get lots of it in very, very good, comfortable, 
and of very high quality settings. And so if you're having issues with the person that you love and the person that you sleep in the same room with, not necessarily the person you sleep with, because that's a whole nother sponsor on that end. This may help save that time together. No longer the separate ba- bedrooms, unless that's your thing. Uh, you can use a strip of hostage tape and put it over your mouth. It'll keep your mouth closed so you will breathe through your nose and have better sleep for you and them. Check it out at this is a conversation project.com slash hostage tape. Yes, it's called hostage tape. This is a conversation project.com slash hostage tape just like you would think, and check it out for yourself. This, as I said, is an affiliate link, so we get a cut when you buy some hostage tape, so buy it up, buy plenty, and use it, and find that you'll find it's going to be maybe a new way to show that you care, you love your loved ones, because you want to stop snoring. Or maybe you love your loved ones and don't want to kill them, and you give it to them so they stop snoring. Either way, there is love involved in the transaction basically. Now let's talk about us and conversation project. This is the conversation project.com is the home for the conversation project where you can find lots of great things about us and conversation stuff. And oddly enough, projects, projects in the way of performances, art, if you will, uh, various different media performances, podcasts and videos and whatnots that will give you tips and insights into what's going on in the world of news and pop and pop culture and give you a chance to have conversations with folks and hear things from different perspectives we call ourselves your news side piece because we give you some news that may not be in the mainstream thing and we take that tongue-in-cheek if you will uh but it is something we like to do we like to bring up things that may not be beating path beaten path type news but still interesting things as well People getting um, banned from a Chick-fil-A because they're stupid kids, part of those things like that. Is that a trend? Like I said, we see we see that here, um, it, it, like going on. We literally see that here where, you know, teens can't walk around the mall by themselves because they act like assholes. But, you, you know, this is a thing that, that may be a bigger thing than it could be. We also have um, TikTok stuff because we love TikTok stuff. Check it out at this. It's a conversation project. Now it's time for the really fun stuff. We got past the newsy stuff. Let's have some fun with today things you might not have heard. And starting off with birthdays for today. Birthday twins. These beautiful ladies are kicking ass themselves. Mercedes Rule and Bernadette Peters, both 75 years old today and both not shying away from getting work done and doing work. They're both still active in um in in their professions and movies and in Broadway and musicals and things. So they're both still doing good work. So good look for them. Also Tasha Smith turning 52 years old on today. Today is chocolate souffle day. It was one of the lesser days to pick from today because um, it really was kind of a low energy day for things for today, including floor design day, national science day, and Tooth Fairy Day. Why Tooth Fairy needs a day? No one knows. I don't particularly care. Go get a chocolate souffle. You'll thank me later. In history, today in history, 1854 is the date we go to. And this day, back then, the Republican Party of the United States was organized in Rapon, Wisconsin. Originally, more or less the party of Lincoln, because Lincoln was a Republican, and known for doing things like fighting the South in the Civil War, Things have obviously flip-flopped in uh, recent times and no longer the party of Lincoln or anyone who was a Republican essentially going back towards even Reagan. Although they'll claim Reagan, they aren't very Reagan-ish 
or maybe they are with all the money, money policies you could say say on those ends as well so uh, i'm reading a book right now called myth america that is um an interesting uh, look at how we as americans believe some of the things that we believe to be our american myths and one of the things they talk about is things like the swip the swip swip flip-flopping switching swapping of the parties from republican to democrat how their ideologies went from one way to another uh it's very interesting to see this stuff and it's interesting to see this stuff in history and then do the parallels of how it's going on right now there's a whole lot of things that happened back in a generation prior with my parents and a couple generations prior with grandparents or whatever in the history of this nation and the world if you will that if you just open your eyes and take a look you're seeing some similar things right now where things you thought were bad and they got better. You're seeing things where they're going back to worse. A little bit of extra commentary, but it is what I have today. But I do have this one to wrap things up to make you feel even worse. You're welcome. One more thing you might not have heard for this morning. A study found your phone could be sapping the enjoyment out of mealtimes with family and friends. You already suspect your smartphone may be distracting Detracting, it is detracting, you from your mealtime experiences. But researchers from the University of British Columbia, those guys, confirm your technology fears. The researchers recruited over 300 people who didn't know the study was focused on smartphone usage. Sneaky. The participants went to a cafe with friends and family. They were randomly assigned to either hide their phones away or keep them out on the table during the meal. The diners later answered questions about their experiences. People with phones out-reported feeling more distracted and experienced less enjoyment of the time with family and friends than people with their phones turned away. On a seven-point scale, rating on the point enjoyment, the phone users came in at about half a point less than the non-distracted peers. So if it's only half a point on a seven-point scale, that's not exactly big science. So We'll, we'll toss it out later. But it is basically common knowledge that phones are distracting people and their enjoyments when they're hanging out with friends. In fact, the best tactic for this stuff a lot of people are doing is they're essentially just taking their phones and putting them on the middle of the table and not touching them. They're making the pack to not touch phones so that it garners conversation. The paint household, we're very bad at that because we all have phones or gadgets or borrow phones and gadgets and, and muck around with them going on. Me as a, the biggest culprit because I'm always on my phone looking for news stories and adding things into my, my, my work here. So work is the excuse, but it also is no excuse. The best thing to do when you're out together with folks is put down your phones and enjoy the awkward silence and the weird looks at each other because that's what family and friends are all about. At least that's what our family and friends are kind of all about. In the meantime, we're kind of all about out of time. So let's get <laughs> done with it for today. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and this has been Things You Might Have Heard for Tuesday, February 28, 2023. Two months down, 10 more to go. We're bla blazing through uh, this year as it is. A lot of things to jump into going forward. Of course, we'll have some crazy election stuff because it's an election year. We'll have some other or or. or or it's 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 coming next year's election year to say it's coming into that so it's going to start being election year we'll have some other things going to the the world going forward i'm going to stop rambling and just wrap up at this point because we're over time keep hydrated keep limber keep on task stay hydrated stay limber stay on task make sure the hashtags are proper because we want you to be here for the grand things you're meant to be here for and that's about it go have a great tuesday
wrap up your February on a high note because March is coming. March is coming. Um, whether you want it to or not, it's going to come. In fact, you kind of want it to. We want you to want it to. We want you to want it to. Yeah, I'm done. We're out of here. Let's do this again tomorrow.